0: And it took me at my lowest to kind of go back and, and notice all of that and use that to like build myself up and be like, you know what? I can do this. I have dealt with things going wrong before. I have always survived it. I'm, I can survive it again. I can use these skills and go build this dream life. And if I invest 100% in these things that I have always known are right for me, what's gonna happen? Because I've only been investing about 20% in them. So what if I give it everything? And Mm -hmm. that was was the huge shift, was truly just believing in myself and believing this is gonna happen. It was always supposed to happen.
1: hello everybody beautiful people on the other side of this podcast we are coming at you today live to put some glitter in your earbuds with our new guest and our new friend anna klutz who is a new york times best-selling author a writer a traveler and a fellow lover of sparkle and magic so you know we had to get her on the show (laughs) we had to talk to her about her journey and how she has found herself and reinvented herself and all her gained wisdom and her really cool story and her really cool new book called My Own Magic, which you should all get and read. I'm really excited to read it. In, <laughs> in In all confessions, I have not read it yet, even though I have two copies because yeah, I've been planning copies, my wedding. <laughs> you,
0: have both. you have an advanced uh, reader copy, but then you have the real deal too. Yeah,
2: the real so deal. For Everyone go to Patreon. Go to Patreon and look at this amazing cover, which I do want to talk about because I know you created this cover and yeah. I want to talk about the magic wow. behind the image. And if you can't see it, patreon.com slash high five. You'll you'll see <laughs> me later. Shameless plug. Okay. <laughs> I know, I know. Moving on. So no, no, Anna,
1: whatever. Thanks for being here. We're super Thank excited to me. introduce you to our audience. So tell them a little bit about what you do and how you got here and your
0: story. Oh boy. Um, I guess in a nutshell, um, I well, I live in Paris now. Uh, I always wanted to live in Paris and be an author, and uh, my whole life kind of fell apart about four years ago. Uh, my uh, ten-year relationship, five-year marriage ended uh, really suddenly. I lost my job, apartment, and husband all in a day. And I kind of had to reinvent my uh, life and get back in touch with myself. And uh, I decided to move to Paris and sort of go for everything I always dreamed of doing and had been kind of working on, but just never really believed in myself enough to think that it could be my life and could be my career. Um, And I just kind of changed that mindset and moved to Paris and started writing books and and now I live in Paris and I, uh, I'm i an author and uh, I create content for small brands and I have a photography business and I kind of wear all the hats that I always used to sort of just put on from time to time and entertain the idea of wearing. And now I wear them all every day, which is a lot, but uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yay!
2: Applause for achieving your dreams and living your best life. That's what I we're need to all take about. notes from her, Kels. <laughs> I want to know to live in Scotland, and it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. She oh, to live yeah, in will, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely will. But um, Kels, can I can I just ask her one geeky question? Uh, you were thirty, correct? About yes. when this all was going down, and all you had this like all these things going on. Kels, do you mm-hmm. remember how old the Saturn return situation is?
1: Oh, yeah. We were just talking about this.
0: Your return to Saturn is that, <laughs> I, I think mine just happened. It was 29. It was my 29th birthday was my return to Saturn.
1: Classic. So like, yeah.
0: And I felt it enormously. Like, when I learned what that was, I was like, whoa. And <laughs> yeah. I just recently had my emerald year.
2: Ooh. And I
0: and I was like, wow. Okay. Wait, teach
2: us about what the emerald year is. What's that?
0: Emerald year is basically when you are, like, the cosmic home coming queen like everything is just like going your way it's like we love that like everything is happening for you you're in the spotlight and it's like it's a really just good year to just go for everything and like you know put pen to paper and make things come true and sort of just like step into the spotlight because it's shining on you but you got to step up and acknowledge yeah um it's it, it was very uh interesting the timings of things that how how they happened and how it coincided with things honestly,
2: going. yeah since I learned about Saturn return now every time every time a client will tell me or every time a friend or whoever is like, yeah, all these things and even for myself, my first question to them is like, mm, how old <laughs> like, what <year> is this? <laughs> yeah. because nine times out of ten it's like, oh yeah, that is that is my Saturn return. it's so uncanny um. And so, you know, I, for me anyway, it does help to know that, like, it's part of the process. Like <laughs> There's yeah, nothing it, cosmically it, wrong you know, going.
0: It feels wrong in the moment. And then later, like you look back, I almost look back at it fondly and almost like miss that time of kind of being lost and everything up in the air and kind of being like this really broken, malleable version of myself, because in retrospect, it's so beautiful and it's really hard to go through it in the moment, but like there's moments now where I kind of would like, want it back, or like I I wish I could experience a day like that again because uh, there there's beauty in in breaking.
2: There's beauty and there's possibility, right? I think the hardest yeah. part about the hardest part about the unknown is like, ugh, well. What's going to happen? What if it all goes wrong? But the gift in that also is like, oh my gosh, like you can write
0: what's going to happen, literally,
2: write whatever you want. You can write your story from here. And there is something beautiful. I like that you said that about everything crumbling, that tower moment where everything comes crumbling down, because look what you can build. Like you have that option to do that. And oh my gosh, look what you've done. (laughs) Look at you. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is what the best case scenario of what could happen when you embrace your journey and really kind of make it your own. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing though. You have to look at it as a possibility and you have to embrace it. And it's hard to do. I am not saying it like <laughs> right. oh God, embrace it. Like it's not going to be easy to embrace it. Um, but you have to, because it it is a time of immense possibility and you need to just pick yourself up and have confidence in who you are and what you're capable of more than ever. And when you can do that, then that's when you can just start building.
1: Yeah. How do you feel like you shifted into that believing space? Because, well, we're manifestation pros on the show. So we're always talking about manifesting and, you know, a common conception in the manifestation realm is that you have to believe a thousand million percent that like this is going to be a reality but I just heard you say there was a point where I couldn't I didn't really believe if it was for me or if it was going to happen or if I could make it happen yet I still did so what was walk us through some of the mindset and beliefs and how it shifted to make it more possible for you or did it not shift and it still happened anyway I'm curious.
0: No, it, it shifted. I um, you see, in my book, like I, and that's why I kind of wanted to tell the whole story. It starts when I'm like very late teens, just graduated high school, and and you know moves through my whole twenties and ends with my life falling apart at thirty and then rebuilding it. And I was very confident always and very sure of myself, and and said from the time I was little, like I want to write a book, I want to be a writer, and I want to live in Paris. Like these these things I loved and felt I was meant for were so clear to me. And then I started to doubt them. And Mm -hmm. a lot of that was because of the relationship I was in and comparing myself to this person that I thought was so high above me and letting, you know, just the letting the way life unfolded make me convince myself that maybe these things weren't possible or I didn't deserve them or it was never actually going to happen. And I think I always, I held on to the belief that I was supposed to, and that I was, it's what I really wanted, but I really started to doubt if it was possible for me. And it took my whole life, you know, kind of breaking and falling apart and having to figure out what am I going to do again? And I almost did like a little inventory of, of my, you know, my achievements and my skills basically. And I kind of looked back at everything I had done and gave myself the credit that was due that I wasn't giving myself in the moment I was glazing over achievements and glazing over my own strengths and what makes me awesome and great and you know what I'm capable of and it took me at my lowest to kind of go back and and notice all of that and use that to like build myself up and be like you know what I can do this I have dealt with things going wrong before I have Always survived it. I'm I can survive it again. I can use these skills and go build this dream life. And if I invest a hundred percent in these things that I have always known are right for me, what's gonna happen? Because I've only been investing about 20% in them. So what if I give it everything? Mm -hmm. And that was that was the huge shift was truly just believing in myself and believing this is gonna happen. It was always supposed to happen.
2: I love love everything you just said, everything (laughs) you just said is is such good medicine i know kelsey you love that word i'm gonna borrow it it's such good medicine for people hearing it it's good medicine for people who already know this stuff but anytime you can like integrate it a little bit more and hear it again oh my gosh in the way that you just said it mm, chef's kiss hey lindsay here have you seen what's new inside my align your mind membership Members already get instant access to my best hypnotherapy audios, mindset hacks, manifesting methods and more on demand right at their fingertips. But now when you join AYM, you'll also get a major VIP level upgrade with my brand new goal-focused hypnotherapy toolkits. These toolkits inside AYM are carefully curated hypnotherapy bundles designed with your specific goals in mind. Whether you desire to call in more money consistently, get out of the mindset rut that you're in, renew your passion and confidence, manifest with more ease and power, cultivate more self-love and inner knowing, or finally release the burdens from your past and heal. Once your subconscious mind is on board with your goal, it's a done deal. And that's what my toolkits are designed to do for you. So if you're ready to rewire your mind, release what's holding you back and manifest your desires with ease, the AYM membership is where it's at. Just hit the link in the episode description and start embodying your highest potential. I have a free gift for
1: you. I'm giving away my money magnetics guided meditation. Every time I do this meditation, I kid you not, if I do it for a few days in a row, money magic seriously happens. Once it helped me to hit my highest month in sales at the time, which was over $28,000. Another time, it brought in a new opportunity for my fiance to start making 10x what he made before, which obviously really supercharged our household income. Another time, it helped me to attract a huge financial gift. But generally speaking, this is the meditation that I use to just always help me keep manifesting more and more money. You can download it now at kelseyaita.com slash mmfreebie. Find this link in the show notes and you'll have to send me a message on Instagram to let me know how it goes for you. Because it's like when we're young, we do have a lot of knowing and a lot of clarity and a lot of passion for certain things. But then, like you said, life happens and then you start to doubt. And I know a lot of people right now are feeling that pull towards things that they're passionate about or creative projects or side hustles or whatever it is. And they want to make a change, but they're scared. And I think your story is a beautiful example of how when you can move a little bit enough past the fear to entertain the possibility and then go all in and just see what happens like what's the worst that could happen if i go all in i've only ever tried to a certain degree
2: i mean that's amazing yeah and start listing reasons why you can instead of reasons why you can't lena you know, that's just in general and that's why i like what you said like i forgot to celebrate all the reasons what makes me awesome and makes me unique and resilient and all these things like we all have those but we're not taught how to do that and yeah, in fact, you're kind of steered away from
0: it. No, and, 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 and when we're looking in the mirror in the morning, we're not like, you are so awesome. You you, you go up. Your- wait, I
2: actually do that. <laughs> I really do. <laughs>
0: oh my, that's what should do. But I what didn't do that like, for a long oh, time. Look at my hair. You know, my, I need to fix it. You know, I need to go get this appointment and that appointment. Yeah. My skin isn't like we're we're not complimenting ourselves on the regular we're tearing ourselves down and maybe they're little jabs or maybe they're big but either way they're jabs and instead yeah. we should be every day like taking count of what we're doing right what makes us great what we achieved and those are these little reminders that build us up instead of tear us down
2: Yeah, aren't we done with that? Like, let's be done tearing ourselves down. We tried it; didn't work.
0: Let's try something else. (laughs) Like, I think we do it without even realizing it. Right in our heads, we're not even saying it out. So it's so insidious, negative stream in our heads.
2: Mm Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I do. I do like to wake up and say, you know what? It's gonna be a great day. You're doing so good. I don't always do it, but I when I do do it, I mean, you can't help but just feel better. I think that's that's a good homework piece for everybody. Just try it for a week and see what happens. Just try pointing out all the things that, all the reasons why you can make it through a Monday during retrograde after a full (laughs) moon. (laughs) (laughs) and eclipse season where everyone was losing it
1: oh man I can't wait for people to listen to this episode and the one that's going to come consecutively after because we did go into the Saturn return stuff with an astrologer so it'll be a good follow-up to this uh, yeah this conversation um but I just love everything about this conversation so far I'm so I'm so excited (laughs) when I was skimming through your book I couldn't help but notice that you're married to a magician which I thought was hilarious because my dad was a magician at one point magic by Mike really? shout out and so growing up my dad would always do like <laughs> magic tricks and still to this day you guys it is bad like we'll literally go out to like tapanyaki. let's say we're at Benihana. that's like one of his favorites oh. right and we'll go and he'll be like oh don't worry guys I got the bill and he has like a no trick wallet and he opens it and flames come out of the wallet and I'm just like
2: <laughs> <laughs> no 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 oh I my- did Oh,
0: <laughs> Kelsey, I don't think you oh, ever like told cringe. me that your you're dad. Like dad but you, yeah, never told it can me be your dad cringy.
1: He's never going to listen to this. So hopefully, I'm safe. <laughs> I'm in a safe space here. We love your dad. We love him. We love him. We love him. Magic by Mike. So awesome. But he does That's have, I mean, life. a lot of fun card tricks.
0: Like. That dating Magic always appreciated.
1: Mike. When I was little, mm-hmm. you know, pulling the coin out from behind the ear. Oh, yeah. I never fully understood that I one until I grew I up.
0: no all the tricks.
1: <laughs> I know you know, uh, right? I know you know.
0: So when I thing. was No one ever that. thinks it's going to be a part of their life until. No. <laughs> your dad turns out to be a magician or your husband does or you know you never know what's gonna happen that's what's (laughs) funny it's like I we were talking about Harry Potter earlier I loved Harry Potter so when I met my ex-husband I was like this is cool I like I I genuinely thought it was just really cool I didn't you know and there was no like um everything that that I was you know privy to was very much like street magic you know like Mm -hmm small, you know, everyday object manipulation. Like it wasn't sort of these like big stage illusions that I was a part of. Um, so I was seeing this like, like, you know, cool side of, of everything. Um, but it is a very interesting, anytime you get this like sneak peek into this world that you didn't really know existed or know anything about, it's really fascinating And I found myself like, you know, I I stepped into it willingly, but then like, I was just submerged fully in this alternative universe of, of magicians. And it was a really (laughs) interesting reality to, uh, to live in for a while. And have you,
2: have you ever been to the magic castle?
0: Oh yeah, I invented the Magic Castle money. There's a whole chapter about the Magic Castle in my book.
2: I only went one um, time and I got called up for a stage trick and he pulled my card out of an orange, you guys, that wasn't even open. <laughs> <laughs> I was so
0: impressed. <laughs> that was so interesting now. is, And I mean, it's always been like- But the, you know like, how these are done, don't you? Exactly. But when someone retells it like this, it's so interesting to me because it is this like- your, your, your eyes were just like huge and you were like out of an orange and it wasn't open in my brain, you know, knowing this trick and uh, intensely, I've seen cards come out of an orange, a lemon, an apple, a Snickers bar. I've seen a card come out of everything. And I'm just like, uh-huh. It was like wet though. It was wet with the juice, but it's amazing that it can How give someone that? this this moment. And that, yeah. that little moment is, is, uh, in a way in incredible, um, that, that you know, we can still, we can still give someone that. And, and that's what really it, it kept me so interested in the whole world for a long time was that I did find it really, really cool and beautiful in many ways.
1: Definitely I did not know is. your dad
0: was a magician, Kelsey.
1: Uh, yeah, fun fact. I mean, more fun facts to come for everyone listening. It's been
2: a couple of <laughs> years, but
1: we have more years on the table to go, okay? So, so you never more. know what's going to come out. I mean, between my dad being a magician and then when I was a grapevine, and I performed on still. She was a grapevine. I was a literal grapevine. Lindsay can attest to well, this. Well, not a literal grapevine. You weren't a <laughs> A magical grapevine. grapevine. Okay. <laughs> Divine the grapevine. That was me. Um, but yeah, I've lived many lives. So that's just a small detail of one. But when I was reading through her book, I was like, oh, we got a magician on our hands. This
0: is going to be entertaining. <laughs> you, will, you will appreciate some things in there on a deeper level. I will. I will. Do you will. give away any secrets? Only my own. Yeah, okay. she
1: can't give away his. That's like cardinal sin. You
0: actually cannot. It you isn't. literally
1: cannot. You
2: will be like probably murdered. So, so Lindsay, don't ask. Do not ask her how the orange trick is done. Got it. I she won't, ask. Tell she she will... won't tell you. She won't tell you. You can ask. I won't say it. Um, wow. That's very interesting. I mean, think about it. Even after
1: divorcing this man, she will not tell his secrets. That's how cardinal sin it is to like reveal a magician's <laughs> secrets. The loyalty <laughs> well, well, still exists
0: respect for it as an art form I mean yeah. it is not easy um and the, you know they're not my secrets to tell but yeah you know the the in a way my book is sort of like a magician's assistant tells all but I'm telling what I learned by yeah. by being involved uh and and what I ended up taking out of the experience as what what does magic mean to me and it, yeah. it doesn't mean magic as the the magic life i signed up for i i found my own magic life that i much prefer uh and feel much more uh you know i i, I found my own magic is and that's that that has you know the literally
2: title. the title of the book <laughs> yeah, yeah. it comes full circle i just love it can we talk about the cover for a sec yeah of course let's talk
0: about the cover
2: because if you guys i'm just gonna describe it if you, i mean you don't look you're listening to this on your iphone go to Safari, just Google the book, buy the book. You can see the cover, but the cover is in silver letters. It says my own magic, a reappearing act. Oh my gosh. It's so cute. And then <laughs> this picture that I would never have guessed unless I read up on it, but that is actually you on the cover, but it's like a beautiful rainbow, like photo yeah. synthesized. I'm making up words now. Um, You tell me, you tell the people you, what it so is. So if
0: you open it up, and see the end sheet there's the actual real image in there yeah um, yeah and fun. you're it's like in is it in Paris actually it's in Dubai. Dubai okay um, I I when it came to the cover you know the, the book is so deeply personal I I really wanted the cover to to be as well um, and that photo that is on there is is the picture of me is taken from an image that I was taken in Dubai uh, and it's a chapter in the book called Hoodwinked and it's a moment when I, you know, memoir is all about reflection and looking back at these moments and realizing the significance of them after the fact that maybe you didn't fully understand or feel in the moment. And when I look back, that is the moment that I really realized I needed to be on my own and and realize that my my marriage was not working and was not working for me. And it took me a while after that to fully admit that to myself and to you know, to start living my own life. But in retrospect, that was the moment. And I had this image of me walking away towards a hot air balloon that I had just flown in. Um, And I was like, I want this to be the image, but I didn't want to use it as it was because I've changed since then. Uh, So I actually went to LA. I had my aura photographed. And I I learned my aura is blue and green and yellow. And so I took the image and I sort of like made a double version of it so that you can almost see the blue, yellow, Mm -hmm. green version of it is current me Uh, and, you know, how I, who I am now and what I show the world now versus the pink and yellow, which is what, you know, is the original image colors. Um, Yeah. And then I I made it so that my body is actually kind of moving through the letters on the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and the title itself is reflective like that because I called it my own magic because I want someone to pick it up and 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 see the word my, as in you, you know, your own. And I really hope that there are elements of my story that resonate with everyone and that it inspires everyone to find the magic that is within them and go, you know, take whatever they need to go live their dream life, build their best life. Because, uh, you know, in sharing our story, it it helps us realize we're not alone and it helps us understand what other people have done and how they've done it. And that's why I wrote this book.
1: Mm, juicy. Lindsay hates when <laughs> yeah. I use that word, but I love it. <laughs> so juicy. I know you're going to tell us all about your definition of magic in the book but I would love to hear in real time a little insight into what you label as magic when it comes to like your own magic like are we talking about your gifts are we talking about your dream are we talking about how it all comes to fruition like tell me more like
0: your soul yeah it's to me it's your power and it's it's what makes you you and it it's a it's a mix of your gifts your strengths your weaknesses but recognizing them and acknowledging them um, it, your confidence. It's, it's all of these things that make you uniquely you, recognizing that, honoring it, serving it, feeding <laughs> it, and and using it as fuel to go live your dreams. It's a kind of magic when you are actually able to step into who you are and love who you are and acknowledge who you are. And start to use it for you instead of reasons against you. And that to me is what I realized was magic. And when I realized what my own magic was, was when everything changed.
1: Okay, I have a quick update for you guys. There are a few spots left for the October Radical Self Love Retreat, which is coming up so quick. I'm super excited. So if you want to participate in a week full of activations, upgrades, luxury and play, join us. We're going to visit a private beach, ride ATVs, have Reiki performed on us, pull all the cards, do a bunch of healing work, eat yummy, yummy food, hang by the pool and so much more. And I have to say that this might be one of the last ones because I'm thinking of shifting focus to couples retreats next. So if you don't want to miss out on this retreat, now's your time. Visit KelseyAida.com slash retreat to apply today.
2: I have a question. Clearly. <laughs> Ask Clearly. it, girl. That's why we're all here. But I, I, I want to know... Because I think for somebody going through the moment or someone who can relate to that, like for lack of a better image in my head, like that broken on the floor moment where you just have what feels like nothing and you don't know what the step is. Or let me ask it this way. When you were in that old version of you, the, the previous version that was in the marriage and maybe had some things that they knew maybe weren't aligned, but weren't really paying attention. Cause we all do that until that moment when you did have all this knowing, how does that feel different than the difference of like stepping into your power and actually owning who you are and feeling that surge of like, I can do anything because I can, Um, For people that can relate to that of just like walking through life, kind of numb and not really knowing what to do and just knowing it's not right, but not really knowing what to do about it versus where they could be. Is this making any sense?
0: Yeah, I I think so. (laughs) Uh, Tell me if my answer is, is makes sense to you? I'm sure (laughs) it'll be great. I, when I was in that like really bad place of, you know, before my marriage ended versus, and I'd say that like I'm broken in both places. Like I, I'm broken, but trying to hide it before my marriage ended. And then I'm just sort of like openly broken afterward. The, the emotion that left was frustration. I was so frustrated when, and the last couple, honestly, the last year of my marriage, and, and you see it in the book, I am I'm frustrated. I'm almost starting to act out and I'm frustrated with myself because I know what I'm doing isn't right. And I know that my life isn't where I want it to be. And I I almost kind of also know that part of it is my fault it's not entirely the relationship you know it it takes two like i'm i'm frustrated and i'm angry and that disappeared completely when when i when everything came crashing down i was still broken i was still sad almost more so but the frustration was gone uh, at least for me i i was i was still sad and upset but it was like okay that's over and i recognized this huge relief. I knew it. Even yeah. No, everything was a mess. <laughs> and that's how, how you know, though yeah. I yeah. say in my book, I say my life was a mess, but at least it was mine again. And, and this relief, even though it was a disaster, suddenly I was like, it's going to be okay. Because even though everything's wrong, I weirdly feel better. Yeah. And, and when you can recognize that, and it's again, hard to do but I think a lot of us, when these things fall apart that aren't meant for us, whether it's a job or a relationship or a, or a city we're leaving, you do feel this relief of like, that was wrong all along. And now I don't have to keep trying to make it yeah. work, but it's not.
2: Ooh. Yeah. Relief is huge. Like we all can relate to that feeling of like, yes, yeah. painful relief, but at least it's like, oh, okay. But well,
0: it, that's out of nowhere. Like I didn't even know how, how like the relief helped me heal because it would just assured me that this breaking was so right and that I needed to do it and that whatever was going to come next was going to be better because it was like a load had lifted off of me.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that is very yeah. powerful. I'm just thinking of like all of us have had that experience, but also like a lot of times when I'm working with clients, they're trying to like get to a happy state right away. And I'm like, well, sometimes it's more beneficial to move through relief. Like what yeah. can we do to just bring you to the relief first? And then you can naturally progress into a higher elevated feeling state. Relief is like somewhere towards the bottom or the middle of the emotional scale, you know, and it's something that if you can move towards that instead of like, I need to be happy right now. It needs to feel great right now. Just shoot for bel- for relief, aim for relief. There's so yeah. much medicine in that. And yeah. I think you described- um, feeling that just so beautifully where the weight feels lifted and even though everything looks wrong or seems wrong you know internally that it's right because you feel lighter in a way
2: yeah you have to put the load down before you can make it better you have to just put it down exactly back down
0: <laughs> we all want a quick fix but the reality is is like you know patch up jobs don't last very long you know, like you got to renovate, you yeah. got to you got to do the work, you got to, you know, you got to rip it down to the bones if it's really a mess and you got to rebuild it slowly. And it's going to take, it's going to take longer than you were quoted.
1: <laughs> it's going to be more expensive <laughs> than you were quoted too.
0: Quoted. You know, it's going to cost you things. It's going to cost you people. It's going to cost you, uh, you know, it's going to cost you personally, not money, yeah. but like things, Um, but it's worth it. Like the net net of that renovation is like, wow, this is a beautiful new sparkling body. I soul I get to live in and I'm so glad I did the work.
1: Profitable. (laughs) My fiance just, um, uh, he's always been in sales after he played football, but now he is a commercial real estate agent and he refers to everything as a value add proposition. So if if they call that's what they call it in real estate, like if it's an apartment complex, that's like a, a piece of shit, but there's a lot of opportunity to like renovate and then charge more for rent. It's a value add proposition. Oh, and now uh, I've just been using that language in all of life. Like, okay, maybe this isn't the best scenario, but we have good value add proposition here going on.
0: <laughs> I like that a lot. There's always things to steal from the, from the real, the real world. So right. World. Look for the, look and for the
2: VAP in life. every situation, guys. There's always a VAP. I
1: just, There's like always that. a VAP. <laughs> so funny. And now we've shortened it to VAP. And I'm going to tell him, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, the VAP. Mm-hmm. We talk about you, that. On the show. <laughs> you better, you better say it. You
2: better say it right back to it. And him I'll and give you credit. I'll be like, it wasn't my genius. It was Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> Call it a VAP. And when people look at you weird, then you can explain how amazing a VAP is.
0: Yes, anyway, we like um, it. I'm so
2: Kels, are we? I want to ask. I want to ask the question that I know people want to hear. But are we going to go to the Patreon? Is it going to be the last question? Let's make. Yeah, let's wrap it up. We'll okay. make this the last question, then we'll head over there. Sounds good. Well, I just thought of it, so I don't know if it's the question, but it's a good Beautiful. one. If somebody listening is inevitably going through or has just gone through this process or is just starting on this journey. Um, You may have already said the answer to this, but what would you want them to know? What do you wish someone would have told you first?
0: I mean, someone did. (laughs) Did you listen? My my (laughs) late brother-in-law, the night this happened, Mm -hmm. the night my husband left and I went up to stay with my sister and my brother-in-laws on the couch. And I just did nothing but cry all day. I don't think I even said a single word to anybody. And at the end of the night, he came to give me a hug good night and he looked me in the eyes and said, Annie, best day ever. And I was like, huh? You know, like what? (laughs) What do you mean? Like thinking he was being like sarcastic and funny. Um, And he was like, I mean it, Annie, you were being held back. This set you free. You get to go live your own life now. And I can't wait to see what you do with it. Mm -hmm. And it remains like the single best piece of advice anyone yeah, ever Yeah, that'll, <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> that'll do that's it. That's what I would say. Like there will be, and I didn't see it as the best day ever that day, uh, but someone else did. And and that's the beauty of it is like the people who know you recognize that you are strong. And when you feel like you're at your worst and everything is a disaster, like don't re- forget that the people who know the real you and can see your greatness know you're going to be just fine. And there will be a time when you look back and go, that was the best day of my life because that was the day I got my life back. That was the day I decided to take control. That was the day I decided to go for my dreams. That was day one. And it's, uh, there will be a time that you look at whatever day you thought was your end as actually the best day ever.
2: Mm. I I definitely feel that way about all my moments and I know all the listeners can think of at least one example where that is true because it is true because it's always true so that is absolutely spot on perfect <sighs> shout out to the best <laughs> advice ever and the person who gave it to you um let's uh, just dedicate that to him I guess because why not oh, yeah
0: I came to get that that, that tattoo at some point
2: <laughs> wow <laughs> yes what a great best tattoo day ever yeah this is a great tattoo <laughs>
0: Oh I love people have
1: good, meaningful tattoos. The good backstory,
2: and it's true. Like the people that do know you the best will hold you up until you can hold yourself up. And if we can just let let us let ourselves be supported and and be open to the fact that yeah, they do know our strength, even if even when we don't or we forgot, they can know it until we remember. You know, that's just and so they cool. see our
0: struggles when we don't. Like my family yeah. recognized. That I was not well, you know, far before I was willing to admit it. Um, that's why, like, oh. you gotta you gotta cling to the people who you really know, love you, and and know you, because especially when you lose, you know, I lost my husband and felt like my life is over. And it was only a couple of weeks later that I looked around at at my family and was like, I still have the loves of my life. Like, what am I worried about? Yeah. Um, you know, you gotta. The people who really love you and know you are—they come out when you when you're at your worst, and they help remind you who you are and what you're capable of.
1: Mm. Yay! Shout that out to your beautiful. fam. Beautiful. Way to support our fam. Yeah.
0: yeah, we, <laughs> we love got, that. Very blessed.
1: Do they all live in the U.S. while you live abroad, or has anyone I'm followed really, you? Like, are you convincing them?
0: I'm working on it, but I don't think anyone else is sold. They're all in the U.S. and we're scattered. We're all over the place. Mm. Houston, New York, LA, Ohio, we're everywhere. Mm. um, It makes it a little bit easier to live in a different city because it's not like where everyone's all together and I'm missing out on the daily fun. Right. But I come back a lot.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today. This has been so life-giving. I think that's a good word for the conversation, life-giving. And it just makes me want to own my magic. And hopefully it makes everyone listening want to own their magic. And it's funny because- your book is called My Own Magic, but I almost feel like it's secretly called Your Own Magic, right? Like it's almost a story, but it's a manual, right? For how to access your own magic and just a beautiful example of that journey. So thanks for sharing it with the world. Um, can you tell everyone where they can work with you, find out more about you, where they can buy the book, how to buy the book,
2: all the things.
0: All the things. Um, I am uh, Anna Um, on Instagram, I'm Anna on TikTok, I'm uh, so I'm just me everywhere. <laughs> and the book is available anywhere books are sold. It's um it's already on Barnes and Noble. Um, it's in their shop already. Uh local bookstores are always amazing. If you contact your local bookstore, Amazon, of course. It it should be available everywhere. Um and I did record the audiobook in my own voice as well. So I just recently got into audiobooks and especially when it's an author telling their own story, they oh, yeah. are um they're good. I I um, I love hearing someone read their own words.
2: Mm,
1: beautiful. Everyone go get the book, My Own Magic, Anna Clutes, out now. It's going to change your life. Put more sparkles into your earbuds, your eyeballs, <laughs> I guess, in this case, or earbuds if you listen to it, audio format. But yeah, we're here for the magic and the sparkle, as you all know. And We just love you so much. So we're going to head over to the Patreon to continue this conversation for a little. So if you want to get the extended version of this episode, see the beautiful cover on our video and watch the conversation. You can go to patreon.com slash high vibe. And until then, we'll talk at you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. Thank you to everybody who has left a review and shared the podcast with friends and family. We super appreciate it. It really helps the show a lot, especially because our goal is to get over one million downloads before the end of 2023. And we definitely need
2: and appreciate your help to do it. You can further support the show by joining patreon.com slash to get exclusive content, extended episodes, bonuses, and more. Thanks again for listening. We love you so much, and we'll be back next week with another new episode. Bye. Bye.